0: oh my goodness <laughs> well this is between
1: the brushes here at corporate thugging media at 6363 richmond avenue here in texas and we're a podcast for artists by artists we are giving you an inside look to what life is as an artist and today we have uh shay lisa right
2: girl right shalisa
1: shalisa (laughs) i'm sorry that's probably my northern accent shay shay lisa from the south over here baby (laughs) (laughs) and uh she is an artist here in houston so you want to tell us like a little bit about yourself like whatever you want people to know or whatever the hell you want to say Cause um, fuck people, ring. So I always get that.
2: Isn't, this is a PG, so let me uh, start by Pe- saying <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me today.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> so
2: honored to be here. Um, I'm from Michigan, you know. Grand Rapids. <laughs> we just dive right in. What does <laughs> <laughs> mean to be from Michigan? Um, yeah, let's not go there so (laughs) i'm from grand rapids michigan i moved here five years ago um my art journey didn't start until the last three years so before that i was just you know your average well i ain't never been average but (laughs) (laughs) i was just doing the norm nine to five going to school whatever and um I kind of found my passion through art out here in Houston. Um I think the Houston culture allowed me to be more expressive and like find that individuality and that originality and I know that back home people are very like closed-minded. So um that's probably the yeah. So can you remember like your
1: first painting? Mhm. When, when was like the first one? And what made you be like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like, people going to buy my shit.
2: Well, I, so my grandmother, my mother's mother, was a painter and a sculptor. <laughs> and um, she uh, she passed away, like, suddenly. And she was, like, my best friend. So when she passed away, I was like, I kind of want to see, like, what she got from art. Like, how it made her feel. And um, I never was into art. Like, I was an athlete growing up. And what sports did you play? Um basketball, volleyball, I ran track, cross country, pretty much everything Uh-oh, not right. soccer.
1: That's like a thing. Okay. <laughs> She's also tall and you're also tall and like I guess that's a thing for like taller people who play volleyball. Yeah. Cuz you never would be here so like my tired. size thing. You, you playing basketball?
0: Cuz
1: I play. cuz you're tall. Oh.
2: <laughs> um. <laughs> I think that's where it goes first. But anyway, back to the subject. Um, No, I just kind of wanted to feel like what she felt through art. So I started drawing and I'm like, hold up, like there might be something here. And then I just, over time, kept doing it, kept doing it. And I started to become better and better. And then I really, you know, created like a lifestyle out of it. So it's it's pretty cool because coming from not, having artistic abilities whatsoever and not being interested in anything like that to literally that's all i do now um it, it's it's a blessing but it's just it's crazy so that's why i'm here now that's what brought me here today and yeah
1: and um so do you get support here in texas cuz you said like back home they don't really maybe they're closed minded so like do you get support out here in texas
2: Not really. It's your standard social media like and share. It's not ever what can I do to help you or how's your studio going or can I buy art from you? It's always just been very, you know, the normal fake support where it's just I appreciate likes and shares and follows and whatnot and word of mouth. But I don't have a support system back home for what I'm doing so because when people like
1: really believe in you like they don't just they go what i like to say they go over and beyond to show you that they actually care yeah like anybody who cares about you is gonna go over and beyond it's not just like a i show like you know a little uh like the bare minimum of like come on now you're you're my friend you're my family You know, like, if you believe in me, you're going to believe in me as much as I believe in myself.
2: Yeah, no matter what I do. And it's hard because it's, like, you get those people that don't have the same perspectives on what you're into. So if they don't agree with it or they don't understand it, they might not support it. And Mm -hmm. I've, I've been in the other shoe as well. Like, I've had people that are like, oh, listen to my music or check out this. And, like, I don't necessarily like it or I don't necessarily understand it but I would still support that person you know what I mean so but it's difficult but at the same time it's allowed me to develop my own support system and um either way like I'm gonna be good and I I think that the closed-mindedness and them not understanding what you're trying to do is what makes it harder to get that support like it being an artist a lot of times for other people is not practical They're mm-hmm. like how are you gonna make a living like what what they don't get it and it sucks but it's like this is what i do like you're gonna rock with me or you're not mm-hmm. so yeah and then like definitely like both
1: of you y'all do art full time so it's like whatever you're creating is whatever like you have to make a profit of and i think people sometimes only look at art like it's a hobby or something like that. And so they don't take it as serious, like, if it's a nine-to-five job or a corporate job or something like that, you know? And then, like, Raven, like, uh, does it make a difference that, like, you live in the same place, like, where, like, you grew up? So, like, people that know you in high school and your family and stuff like that, like, how do you, like, get any support from them? Or do they ever, like, say
0: anything to you? Honestly... They were like, need to do something else, mm. and I was like, it's me, so you should support me. Oh, but when I started doing shows and being in galleries, like, oh my gosh, like, I love your art. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> oh, you didn't think I was gonna do something, weird, did you? <laughs> so like, it's kind of. Sorry, I forgot to tell them here. I mean, no, but yeah. But it took me actually putting myself out there before they actually believed it. So, like,
1: other people had to see you do something for, like, them to notice, like, that. Yeah, I feel like the same has happened to me. Like, well, they still don't see shit. They don't care about none of that. (laughs) (laughs) Even if I think, honestly, I think, like, even if I made, like, a million dollars off of something, they'd be like, well... (laughs) this this and that and i'll be like i guess it's not not enough anyway so like what at like what kind of tips as an artist would you give like other artists
2: Um, (laughs) like
1: think like up-and-coming people who want to be artists maybe
2: i think that one of the most important things is to value and enjoy your process and um Make sure that you're doing it for yourself and not for an audience, mm-hmm. um, because at the end of the day, like you're the creator of whatever you're doing, and <clears throat> if you're only looking at what's happening right now and who's applauding you, you're not gonna have that same you know curtain call at the end of the day because you've you've exhausted yourself by trying to hold this artist image but not actually being a true artist so it's um it it's just very important that people understand like it's a lifestyle like that's you you're an artist it's not just a game and you know for you to post on Instagram as soon as you lay three strokes on a canvas like oh look what I'm doing yeah just so you guys know like I'm, I'm producing like produce and connect with what you're producing and then put out like i I have a million paintings. and No, not a million. Not <laughs> That's a lot. I maybe have, like, 200, and I've posted two or three on Instagram. And then people come over, and they're like, you did all of this? Like, why don't you post it? And I'm like, for what? Exactly. Like, I enjoy it. I look at my art. I'm proud of it. And, like, I know what, like, feelings and – um my my own sense of accomplishment came from that. I don't need somebody else to tell me I did a good job. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have those people that I was telling you about before with the fake support, you'll put something out, oh, this is cute. And then they share it on their Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Like you really have to know yourself as artists and what you're doing and brand yourself before your product. Because mm-hmm. we live in a time where people buy stuff from people, not, People buy things just because of what they are, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I just think that's a, that's the biggest tip that I could give, like <laughs> lay it out right there. Because like, they're like, oh,
1: this person is selling this, so I'm going to buy it from them. Cause it, and somehow they've developed like a kind of trust with somebody that they kind of, I think it's like because they kind of relate to it. And I think that's the awesome part about art is that it's always dependent on like who who relates to it because it's not everything is not for everybody Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and um and i think that i mean the more you put it out there like you find those kind of people that do relate to it but at the same time like if you get really complex with it then it's only like a certain amount of people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally numbered, the kind of people that are going to relate to it. Yeah. And I think um, sometimes you get caught up, like, on the internet. Like, the, and the thing is, like, people people are always going to change their mind, you know, the of, of who likes it. Like, a person that likes it today might not like the same style tomorrow or, you know, down the line. And so then if you're always trying to please people, then you're always, like, changing your own style. Right. In a sense.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's why I stopped doing commissions for a while because it was, like... Left and right, can you paint a picture of me and my son? Can you paint a picture It's of always like, it's always, gosh. I
1: think, yeah, I think it is the consensus with all artists. We're just like the first, first thing that anybody ever asks is, Can you
2: paint me? Can you paint me? Yeah, or like somebody me? asked me the other day, Can you paint a picture of some backwoods? And I'm like, Absolutely not. I <laughs> not take myself down to that level to, no, I don't want my name on that, nothing, but I mean, it's just, it's, I feel like doing commissions specifically to what somebody else wants puts me in a box and it doesn't Mm -hmm. allow me to reach my full potential with that piece because I'm not connected to it it's just like I'm doing this for somebody else based off their ideas and not my own like Mm -hmm. if you tell me you want a portrait of you and your son I'll put a twist on it it might not look like you and your son but that's what it is right I know that's what it is and you might love it more than what you had in your mind just like Mm -hmm. the last commission piece I did like he wanted me to paint a portrait of Richie Rich, and I was just like, No, I'm gonna do something else. And now he's just like in awe. And I'm like, You guys, like people that buy art, need to understand you're either gonna buy something that's an original or like something that I just created, just whipped up, mm-hmm. or you're gonna allow me to create a commission for you based on what I feel like I wanna put out because that allows me to be that artist for you Mm -hmm. and not just to be another artist that can paint a picture from what you're sending me over your phone. Mm -hmm. So um, that's another tip. I mean, I just think that if you're in a state of just being an entrepreneur, that's a big word. (laughs) (laughs) If you're just trying to make (laughs) small profits off of your artwork and sell prints and you know, do these little pieces so that you're making uh, enough money to get through the month, cool. Like, that's just not for me. Like, I want to be in galleries. I want to eventually, like, sit on a painting for two to three years and one day it'd be worth, you know, $143,000, if not more. So that's just why I'm like, the your quality really is important throughout everything that you do. So if your style is anime... And somebody says, can you paint me a picture of a horse standing on a rock? Okay, I, I can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> I really just asked me to paint a horse. I feel like <laughs> that, that would exactly happened happen, us. though, because they ask for the craziest the shit craziest all the thing.
1: time.
2: I can do that for you, but it might be an anime horse on yeah. an anime rock, but allow me to be that artist for you, like not just mm-hmm. another somebody doing something mm-hmm. for you to throw up on your wall. Um, yeah. And I, I like, I've been lucky that
1: um all my, like, big commissions, I've gotten, like, you know, like, creative uh, freedom with it. Like, I've been able to come up with an idea just talking to the person and something they're comfortable, comfortable with. And, like, I actually like to get to know the people so that I feel like I'm good at that. Like, if I can get to know you, I feel like I could make you something or give you something that you're going to like, you know. So that goes into, like, a lot of networking, too, like. Um. So then you were talking about like how most of the support you get is basically like online support, right? Yeah. And so how did you like find your people?
2: Um, I, I think that the way that you market yourself is going to bring the clients that you want. So if you're releasing art that pertains to a specific group of people it's just going to be a cycle of those same people but if you're more careful about what you're putting out and when you're putting out not putting out to the point where it's overbearing and people are just like oh here's another painting from so so like people will wait for you to put something out and then it's like oh I want that because I know she's not going to make something for another year from now so it's important, like I said to- Exclusivity. Yeah, exclusivity and- That's another way, um, yeah. Just be very mindful of the audience you're attracting. And that's, it's with relationships, it's with anything. Like I went to Raw Houston and um, it was a great production. I just, after doing Raw, like my perspective changed because it was just like literally people are just walking through and picking up business cards nobody's really buying anything Mm -hmm. but the people that are in there to buy they're not art traders they don't they're not buying for galleries like that's the kind of shows that I want to do or else I'm not doing shows at all right right. and it's just like you're going to be more successful when you're around other successful people that are you know real art buyers not just like I could sell somebody a painting for fifty dollars and turn around and see it in Goodwill a month from now, and it's just like, wow, you know? Right, and it, and um exclusivity
1: is like a thing, you know. If everyone can't have it, then everyone that makes wants it, want it, it, and they're gonna, more. yeah, like so, you know. And so that's like. Versus supply and demand, you know, there's the side of that people want the art, so you got to make it in like mass production. And then there's also the side of like, well, this is exclusive and I only made this one and this is the only shit. So you're going to pay me exactly what I want for it.
2: Right, yeah. And if um, another tip that I can give is to get a, a certificate of authenticity. So when you're doing your artwork, invoices certificates of authenticity like don't just ship out a painting and, and you what's it cer- um for
1: like if people don't know what's a certificate of authenticity um
2: it's basically just saying like this is an original artwork it hasn't been duplicated like this is the first one created like it's okay to make prints but um it's just basically like if this was to be recreated you would know because you have the certificate of authenticity from that original work. So if mm-hmm. somebody did the exact same thing that I did, it, it's it's valueless because you. It's basically like a copyright protection. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> um, and how do you go about doing that? You re- honestly, you just gotta uh, download a template and then you fill in all the information on your own, like your name, um, who you're selling it to. So if I sold a if I sold a painting for twelve hundred dollars right now um and whoever buys it from me turns around they can sell it for more just because they have that paper it's just like a dog that has papers like it's a a designer breed like it's like mm-hmm. a designer painting like it's real mm-hmm. it's authentic like you can't there can't be another one um so I think that's very important rather than just you know creating something shipping it out you don't know where it's
0: at yeah. and
2: um somebody could turn around and sell that for 112 thousand dollars later or you can write up contracts for people honestly and say you know if you were to buy this art from me and it profits more than 140 percent of what I sold it to you for I get back 70 percent like you really make your own rules you're your own boss like this is your stuff that you're selling so lay down the rules and if you if you think that that's where you might be one day like I'm sure a lot of artists didn't imagine that they would be selling artworks for, you know, $100,000, $200,000 mm-hmm. that probably cost them $70 or $80 to produce, but y- they were careful in their steps with whose hands that piece of work was going into. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I it's think that's hot. great advice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> advice is if sure, you shut me up, that's great. <laughs> Well, that's great because, um, you know, like on this podcast, um, we want to give like other artists value. And I think the best way to do that is to have like a multitude of different type of artists that come from different places. Because really how each one is going to teach one is through our experiences. And um, so like you taught me about, see, I've heard about giving a certificate of authenticity but um so like even when I went to school and learned about art, the the business side of it is not what was learned Mm -hmm. you know it was always like the art history and who the artist is and techniques how to apply techniques you know and what different things um can be done but it because it wasn't like my major and I didn't finish it the business side is something that you never get to learn so a certificate authenticity which is like kind of easy to get because you literally just download something and you fill something out and I feel like, you know, if somebody would have told me how to do that, then I wouldn't know exactly how easy it is, even though it's something that I've been thinking about. Right. Right. And I think that, like, that's why talking with other artists is important Mm -hmm. and it's um, important to put yourself out there because then you have the dynamic of, like you know, um, doing art shows and then you're like a vent kind of like vending basically. And like you have a table and you, you know, there's people that make their money that way also right? who are artists. I seen like, I always think like the people that make like the trays with the pour on it and the resin on it, like they're great for like vendorship, you know, cause that's something that, um they make in mass production. And I think um, it's important to know like what place you want to take as an artist. Do you want to take that mass production side or do you want to sell the big paintings that you sell for lots and lots of money, but it takes the right person to want to buy it, Mm -hmm. you know? Um,
2: And so. um, People will take you more seriously too. When you're like, you want to buy this painting you know raise your prices don't be afraid to get what you want for your artwork like a dollar to you might not be what a dollar to me is and um just like pretend you know or not pretend don't, don't <laughs> pretend imagine imagine that you're buying a piece of art for me and i'm like okay it's going to be twelve hundred dollars and it comes with a certificate of authenticity if you ever choose to sell it in the future, or and there you can write a little rule, a uh, rule book on that. Like if you decide to sell in the future and you make one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, I want, I want sixty k, right? Because that's, you know, you you never know what that might hit, and then next thing you know, you turn around and you have sixty thousand dollars coming back to you just easy like a residuals like how people
1: do residuals yeah I've had like someone ask me to do a painting for like their book for the front cover of their book and I'm like I don't know because like so what am I you haven't sold this book yet you don't know how much it is that you're gonna be making it so basically I'm the one who's deciding how much money I think that you're gonna make off your book that which my painting is going to be worth Mm -hmm. and (laughs) But if it's a really great book, so then what, do I have to read the book first and decide? Like, if it's a really good book, are you going to make a lot of money? And then, so there's another way, and there's, like, the residuals where you get, like, a percentage per sales. But then if you do that, like, you have to contract somebody outside. So it would be, like, a third party who's going to make a contract for both of you, that, a publishing person that has to um make a contract with both of you and then you both have to like agree that. So it'd be like a third party. It wouldn't even be in between the both of you anymore. And I think that um like, I, I don't know about like actual art on, on covers. <laughs> Cause then like, what if at one point that artwork is worth more than your book? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, it, it's you're gonna win some, you're always gonna lose some, mm-hmm. so you just have to play your cards right and um, be very careful about what you do, but don't be so careful that it you you become fearful. So it's like some, I mean, you're gonna have to throw a limb out there sometime and. It might not have the best outcome for you, but you you sometimes have to take those chances. Like you could do a painting for somebody and donate it to a you know an auction or something, and somebody turns out and sells also. it, and it's just <laughs> that's what it is. Like you you know that's you gotta I definitely move donated and- a painting to
1: an auction, and it just had to be sold for whatever it was about to be sold.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean that's gonna happen sometimes. It's just like. <laughs> it's a gamble it's, a, it's like everything that you do is a gamble
1: And so like in our last podcast um, We were talking about Dating as an artist Like how do you find it? <laughs> How do you find it uh, Like dating As an artist <laughs> This
0: is a headache conversation Do you feel more connected to like Artists
2: or It doesn't matter
1: you've been thinking about this for a while
2: there's um a little bit of a heightened attraction sometimes when I meet somebody and it's like oh you're an artist I'm an artist too I'm like huh all right right." (laughs) but then there's times where it's just like why do you
1: feel like they know you better they can understand or what is
2: it I just think it's we can relate on certain things, but still, that's still a whole person. Mm-mm. Like that's Mm-mm. not just an artist. Like that's right. a whole person that has a whole background and mm. like <laughs> it doesn't just you know it's not just like oh the love of my life we can paint together paint me like one of your little French girls like that's not that realistically that's mm-hmm. not what artists do. It's really not. That's not what it's artists so do. Not. <laughs> it's not. So it's it, it's difficult though because you will meet people that you're attracted to that don't understand your wave. Mhm. And then you'll meet artists that you're very attracted to but I feel like we're so free-spirited and uh, and um most of us I feel like are not necessarily opinionated but <laughs> Like, we stand by what we think we know and what we think we feel. And it can, and it has nothing that. to do with Zodiacs. Is that, that artist in us. Like, I've I i I've had a hard time dating just because of that. And I, I tend to date people that, you know, like, I don't feel like I'm superior to anybody. But I, I tend to date people <laughs> that are here and I am here. So, it's just, I think right now it's just, it, it's literally like she's got to have it. <laughs> that's my life I think that is <laughs> that I is think that life. is so
1: crazy <laughs> that even if you do not live the same night life as Nola darling like no, he did such a great job with that show that I feel like every artist can relate to her mm-hmm. like because even I have to say like I watched it and I was like I feel like that's my life <laughs> you know and I hear that from like every artist and I, I i really i really loved that show because i really feel like it was like what it really because even at the end when she was talking about her last painting before they canceled the show fuck netflix for the canceling that shit just go um,
2: watch the original you'll be just the scared.
1: original it just is satisfied if not even more because it's like the same
2: but maybe not it's a little old yeah i wouldn't date none of those men (laughs) 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 oh no like uncle jeff for me
1: it was the way it was it was the way they spoke like it's so different from now like the conversation from the original movie to Mm -hmm. how nola was speaking is so different But they had the same meaning, Mm -hmm. and um, I think that's so crazy that we as people like do shit like that. Like we've been saying the same shit in different ways forever. But he like, I don't know how he was able to do that. It's so it was so crazy to me, like how she was so mis. uh, What I was getting to when she was talking to her (laughs) friend about the painting at the end, and her friend was like, she was like, um she was telling her best friend like, well, this is how I express myself. And, and like, you gotta understand it. like, there's people out there that say whatever the fuck they want. And she was like, but then like her best friend made a point too. She was like, but you had a choice. Like you chose to express yourself in this way. And um, if you haven't seen like what the painting was and you, you gotta oh, go I seen search it. it. Yeah, <laughs> I seen it. And I think I, so I, <laughs> once I saw that on Netflix, I researched the painting online and you could not pull it up online. Like, you could not find it for like, I I think I was looking for maybe about a good six to eight months after the show came out. I was looking for the painting and you could not Google it. Like, you could not find it online. And I think that it's for so that-
0: controversial.
1: For that reason, I like to not say what it is because I feel like if- he did that He did that with a point where he put out this painting on the show and it's like if you want to see what it was about you have to go watch the show mm-hmm. and I feel like him as an artist like that is so respectable and like you just got to respect that and I can't even tell you what the painting was about you're going to have to go watch the show like I did to see it and I think that's great artistry yeah. as a director Spike Lee is like the man
2: he is i mean oh, and man. just to put literally my whole dating life into a little <laughs> tiny ball right here this little ball watch the show you wanna know what it's like to date me Do, watch the show nola you're you're nola darling shalisa darling, <laughs> Maybe darling. i mean i'm not out here like I, mean, that, I I, I, I uh, love making I mean, bed and
1: everything with well, candles around it
2: and not yeah. <laughs> I'm a starving artist. I can't afford candles. Yeah, me either.
1: <laughs> so what is it to be a starving artist that you like? <laughs> I'm hungry all the time. <laughs> I'm hungry all the
2: time. Some
0: days you eat, some days you don't.
2: <laughs> it's actually very rewarding because I haven't worked in three months. And God knows how I've made it at these last three months. But when you can do something for yourself and you can – create things literally out of nothing like you start to look at life and what you're actually wasting your time doing differently and i'd been at my job for five years and one day it was saturday night and i was painting and i was supposed to go into work and i just texted them like i'm not coming in tonight." like i was so in my painting and then they were like okay take the night off i said "Mm, (laughs) or ever and they were like like you're quitting (laughs) and i was just like yeah i don't think this is for me and it's been a rough three months, but, like, even though financially it's been difficult, spiritually and, um, I don't know, like, spiritually I've just been super happy. Like, I've been more happy. Like, I don't have to go somewhere where I feel forced to be there. I feel undervalued. I feel like there's no, there's nothing greater than that. Like, it's just, like, I've capped out at my potential at this place. Like, mm So... I mean, yeah, of course my parents thought that I was crazy and (laughs) out of my mind and whatnot, but it was just like I had a choice and I just wanted to leave and I I stepped out on faith and like I've been figuring figuring it out, but like I just don't, if I could give any advice to anybody, it would just, don't waste your time being unhappy doing something you don't want to do because like even the things that you do want to do it's hard to do them sometimes it really is like it's a it's a state of mind like there's been times where i i know what i want to create i just don't have the energy or like the desire to create but it's all in my head and I know Mm -hmm. how it'll come out and it'll be greater and rewarding and it's just like going to the gym you always say like yeah I'm gonna start going to the gym and then you actually finally start going to the gym and then it becomes like a habit and then you're starting to feel so much better about yourself like you literally have to actively do these things to put yourself in a better position like it's all up to you so if you don't want to work at that nine to five bye quit and then when you stop (laughs) going to the
1: gym you start you start feeling like shit you're like oh fuck i stopped going to the gym why do i feel like shit today because i didn't go to the gym i really want to go to the gym i really want to paint i just want to paint i have that issue too i understand it because i like i have a job that's very demanding and I be at work like I want to go home and paint. (laughs) Like right now, I could be painting. Like right now, I feel really creative. But instead, I'm here. So,
0: what do you do when you don't have that drive to paint?
1: I paint anyway.
0: (laughs) No, I do. I I do. I do. I do. And
1: it's (laughs) it's terrible.
0: But I mean, do you?
1: Paint something that is satisfying for you. No, and I paint exactly. Over, I paint over a lot of shit. So like, so I like to use a small canvases to just get our ideas. But and what's the like, point
0: of like just painting something that's not gonna be satisfying?
1: I agree. I agree. So, but like, there's also a thing like people sketch, right? So for me, sketching, I don't really, I can't really like sketch with a pencil. It doesn't. I don't feel like I'm good at that. So, for me, sketching out would be more like just painting it out. Like, I'll paint a small version of it and see, like, hey, do I like this? Do I like these colors? Do I like how I painted this? And then that's how, like, I learn, basically. Like, so if I got to paint, like, a hand or it'll be small. It won't be, like, the entire painting, but it would be, like, um, so... In in one painting that I gotta paint, um, soon, like I got I definitely have to put hands in it, and so the shape of the hands, like I might just paint on a smaller piece versus like sketching it out, cause I don't really, I don't like how I sketch, maybe, but for me, painting it, it, it I understand, understand it better, I guess, I understand it better in colors to use the different colors to be like the the lines and the shade and the light in it. And so I do that on small pieces.
0: So you just be painting when you don't even feel like painting. I just, yeah. <laughs> I or that. I sleep. <laughs> I or that. I sleep. That's or I I sleep. I'm saying. I be like, man, I got all these ideas in my head, and I just like...
2: But honestly, I don't think that like we should never feel guilty about not doing certain things or not feeling OK enough to do them, because sometimes that creator's block is literally like your ideas are loading, like you have to give it time to yeah. load. And then there that's when I start to create is when everything's like hit me. Like I told you, mm-hmm. I was like, I literally just be sitting at home. I've already started a painting and then I have an epiphany and it's like game changer or I'll have a dream and I'll wake up in the morning and create a whole painting and I'm just like, this makes no sense, but it does at the same time. But like I was beating myself up for the last week because I haven't touched a mm-hmm. paintbrush, Right. but it's not, it's not mandatory. Like it's okay for you to sometimes just not do anything and let your mind work its way mm-hmm. through those little blocks.
1: So what does inspire you? Cause I, because I feel like the question uh y'all getting yeah. at is, like, what inspires you when you don't feel like painting? So, I have to say, like, things that inspire me are, like, poetry books, maybe um conversations with people, um, you know, dreams that I have. So, like, what kind of things inspire you to paint? Oh, oh,
0: I'm going first. <laughs> um, well... I don't know, really, like... Something really has to, like, just touch me to a point where out of all those ideas in my head that pop up, I got to choose one of them and just place it on the canvas, you know? So it really could be anything. But it's nothing, like, specific. You know, I really have a hard time saying it. But anyway... Specific. Specific. <laughs> yeah. but, um But not, like it just really have to touch me and when something don't touch me it's just like Fuck. what kind of things <laughs> touch you raven what kind of things touch you um it really <laughs> could be to a point where i just turn over i look at something and it's like i like that color or like um somebody had a chain on and it had like the world on it i'm just like you just inspired that's me. That's kind of cool. But I <laughs> you had, know what I'm to, like, um It's just really be random stuff like this. It just have to like, you know, just just t- I don't know. That's how to funny. It. It's just I like, had a guy tell
1: me that like my like did I
2: inspire you?
0: <laughs> that you could be. scared me. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing?
1: That this guy tell me that I look at the world like a comic book. Well, that's what his perception of me. I look at the world like a comic book. And you're one
2: of the main <laughs> characters, a joke. Well, I'm just <laughs> Joker. Yeah. Joke I'm just kidding. Harley Quinn. I don't know who that is. The main but. joke.
1: The main joke.
2: Um, hmm. Honestly, I've, I'm an overthinker. I think about things that other people don't think about. Like, I'm one of those, what came first, the chicken or the egg? oh you
1: special yeah. so what came first the chicken or the egg both both of them
2: both of them um so i'm naturally my brain operates in a way that a normal person's brain would not so i think about it's in a good way though like i think about things that we're not we're not aware of because it doesn't directly affect us, but it either has affected us, or it's affecting somebody else, or like the world in general. Mm-hmm. So why are you? Laughing? you yeah, no, oh, you, that's you deep, pretty,
1: deep. You know what? You're deep, deep. No, no, no. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> let me, let me. Because I definitely thought that shit. Too. So like, okay. For example, my last painting was supposed to be comic book covers and like money. And I was like, you know what? The Richie Rich comics, they're about a little rich boy, little poor rich boy that didn't get enough love from his parents because everything was materialistic. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of us that have been raised that way. Like Mm -hmm. we weren't raised on affection and love. We were raised thinking that things mattered and not people and not human connection. And, um, (laughs) are you yawning? No, that's
0: when I was burp in the mic.
2: But I, 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 I like, don't if run. I'm boring, let me know. We can stop <laughs> right now. No, no, no. no that that's a wrap. Um. No, no, no. <laughs> you you deeply, deep. yeah. That's insightful. But it's just like I was like, how can I make this more meaningful <laughs> oh, than great. just you know some comic book covers about a comic from you know the early '90s or '80s and whenever it was from? And so I'm like, I want to tie in the relationship between the lack of love, like, brokenheartedness through childhood traumas that people try to repair with things that hold monetary value. So I just literally, like, that's how my brain operates, and that, like, I'll I'll watch something about a crisis over in a third world country, and I'm just like, how can I make a painting that's not direct portrait of a scene of something that's happening, but something that's visually appealing and not so like historical or political mm-hmm. but it it has a higher like you really have to dissect it to understand what it means or you literally just have to ask me and I'll break it down and then you'll be like oh yeah okay <laughs> but it's just like that's what inspires me is, is people's Problems that they're not subconsciously, you know, like... They can't not, really get it out. Yeah, like yeah, like, they yeah. can't get it out because I've always had problems with my emotions and stuff like that, and it's like, hmm, like, let yeah. me work that through my art. And once the, the the one that I'm working on right now is done, then I'll tell you what it's about, and then you'll be like... Because I was
0: definitely looking at it, I was like, hmm.
2: What is it? The one with the B? <laughs> yeah. Hmm, that's really mm-hmm. interesting, yeah. So
1: that's I was like, what, yeah, that's man, what inspires me. Especially because, like, it looks <laughs> like the... It looks like the bee is in the hand, but you don't know if the hand is crushing it or the hand is like holding it. it. Yeah, Yeah. you really can't tell because it's not really squeezing it, but you don't know what it's about to do. Yeah. So that's that's. I'm interested in what that may mean, and that's really important because, like, if you think about like art through history, you can tell history without reading it through art. Yep. All mm-hmm. like from hieroglyphics to portraits of people to landscapes of what the world looked like. Like people painting the landscape is a geographical history of what the world looked like. Because in 20 years, that same place probably doesn't even look the same mm-hmm. You know, and then we have the portraits. I mean, we only know what people used to look like back in the day because we have the portraits of what people look like before they were even cameras. We only know what people used to do because we we looked at hieroglyphics. And hieroglyphics, it, like, literally was art. It was, like, people expressing themselves about what's happening in their time. So, like, you know, you see something that's happening in the world now, and then you're, like... Well, I want to paint something that's in relation to it, but it's not like an exact look of it. Yeah, yeah, and then question. Yeah,
2: like a hidden so, message. So, have
0: you ever painted something that really didn't have a meaning to it? Yeah. You just liked it. And you just had the image.
2: I've painted based off of like photos that I've seen. Like, I'll just see a picture and I'm like, oh, I want to paint that. So, like when
0: somebody comes to you at an art show or something, like, so what does this mean? I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I'd be like, uh, it's really. I feel like every art piece is not always that deep. Mm. Like sometimes but, I just liked it, and mm. I just wanted to paint it.
1: But check this. I am about to make it so deep. Oh my god, because you know I'm, I'm so deep. Deep, deep.
2: Look, look at I'm this. Over you here, get getting deep, deep. deep look at you, deep, deep, and, deep and I'm over
1: here
0: like.
1: <laughs> 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 look at this, though. You're you are painting something that you like. That looks good to you but 10 years ago people didn't even know of it or like it so in the same way your painting of something that is from the now time that you like how it looks is still telling history mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's from the now time I'm really, really oh you know i can't really
0: <laughs> oh my god
2: but even if it's just because you liked it, like there might be something that you're not seeing as a reason for what you painted. Like you just might not be thinking about it deep enough yeah. or um, it, n- I mean, not everything is going to mean something to you. Like I've done live paintings before just off somebody that was sitting across the table from me that looked interesting, but I may have been attracted to you know, the sadness that was on their face or Mm -hmm. the way that they wore their pants below their, you know, like it just could have been anything. And like, for some reason it attracted me. And in that moment, I was supposed to be doing what I was doing because you're always where you're supposed to be at. So whatever Mm -hmm. you created, you were supposed to create, period period
0: Ooh. oh
1: period and you know I I write a book. and i think yo for <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, you hey. know but you know <laughs> like
0: i'm trying to write a comic.
1: i like this because like my in y- perspective yes perspective of things kind of changed because then i think about like so one time when somebody asked me to uh paint a vegeta so what is that vegeta, vegeta cheese vegeta <laughs> Oh no! It's an anime. (laughs) It's an anime. It's an anime. It's a Dragon Ball anime. Oh,
2: I thought you were trying to say like vagina, like vagina. I would, I would say like
1: a nani, like
2: (laughs) is that? I'm
1: childish. Is everyone's like? Well, I guess I'm
2: not because I don't know. what I know. So
1: right or like. uh, like I, I so what improv- word do you have like, anani that's i don't know that's like my innocent word for koudibug. vagina why is it
0: kuduba bug. dang what word i use i don't i don't think i really talk about it and then <laughs> it's, just, it's just there that thing
2: right there yeah. i talk about the other thing but I don't <laughs> <that> thing, <right>? <laughs> anyways <laughs>
0: Vegeta.
1: Get Vegeta. Out there Vegeta. Get, Vegeta. <laughs> get
0: that
1: Vegeta. <laughs> now I'm gonna be like, you want some Vegeta?
0: <laughs> I think I would want that. I think <laughs> I would
1: <was, What? laughs> I think I would want a Vegeta, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my
0: gosh. Look at Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right she sounds like, powerful oh man vegeta sound, right. all right <laughs> right so right so i painted a vegeta and i was like I'm, I'm painting somebody else's like drawing somebody else's art but at the same time like that wasn't that wasn't a popular thing 10 20 years ago or in 20 years from now it's not going to be like as prominent maybe as it is now but so at the same time I'm still telling history with that cuz that still is this time period people enjoyed this kind of thing so it's the same thing you know even even though like the most oldest things were portraits like well now we a lot of people like 90s cartoons and that's kind of like the art to them it was a lot of um graphic art is really like a prominent thing right now Mm -hmm. you know know saying right (laughs) it is it really is and and that's awesome because it's like real diverse like it could go on it could go on anything and like that's an another thing like so is like graphic art like art
2: yeah. Art is art. Art is You're art. 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 I is am art. art. Raven is art. Raven Anthony is, is art. art. Everybody's art. We are. We all art.
0: art. Anthony over there, he ain't on the podcast, but he art too. <laughs> he too. He can't. He can <laughs> <laughs> Yes. No, he has
2: earplugs in. Right? He
0: can't hear me.
1: It's because of the Vegeta. Oh, <laughs> Dang, Don't have. and he's gonna take this and he's gonna Super go tell he's gonna intense. tell he gonna tell the next chick like yo what's up with you Vegeta <laughs> what's up with <yeah>,
0: Vegeta <laughs> <laughs> I got that Goku <laughs> I wish I could
1: laugh oh my God you haven't watched even one episode. <laughs>
2: Honestly, I'm not judging. Oh it's just God. not my thing. It's no, it's not, not everybody's no, it's okay, thing because y- it's
1: all right. But <laughs> but if you knew what we were talking about, you would laugh because it would be funny. <sighs> okay, let's stop
0: laughing. She do know. She, it's basically like we gotta got say some. It's basically
1: like, don't like people it. that it's, turn into like gods. Through sure a lot of fighting and like so but but the interesting is it is that it's from like it's through martial arts. So they have a, a so you know how they say like you get enlightened when you yoga, when you meditate, right? And then you got the chakras. So like through martial arts, you actually do the same things. So martial arts is not just like a fighting style. It's like <laughs> it's like a <laughs> It's like a, you, you elevate through it. so like, um, some actual martial arts styles, they, um, oh, damn, I wish I knew what it was. So they envision like, you have like a ball in your hands and stuff like that. So, oh my God. <laughs>
0: yeah. You, you was going all the way in. I was, I was just going to leave it there. <laughs> she like, I, can't I don't it. know what you talking about. I'm a
1: nerd and I know a lot of things about random things about a lot of things you know why because i just like to look everything the fuck up because i want to know what (laughs) the fuck i want to know everything (sighs) this is a bad example
2: (laughs) so what's the next topic
1: (laughs) but that's it but you know it's i'm glad you say all that because it's interesting like so do you consider like anime and art like comics and art you know what i'm saying
2: yeah i mean definitely somebody literally made that up from nothing and it's Clearly, very relevant and popular (laughs) to new people, and I think that (laughs) you people—it's something that I couldn't. I mean, if I tried, I I could probably make some like some. No, I couldn't. But somebody made that. It's it's not. I I love that though. I
0: love like how artists can be like super dope at like portraits and shit and realism, and then like they can't do a comic look in person
1: that is that's interesting and I, i've you know, and you and know that, like i've painted stuff I, <laughs> I i, I paint do that. yeah because i've painted stuff and then i'm like so then painting the vegeta right versus painting what i like the mostly like realism that i like to paint is it was like a challenge i was like okay i know how to paint this but this took me a little bit longer when it's smaller and because I didn't know how to do it. So, like, the Vegeta took me more time than a painting would normally take me.
0: Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> if you if you don't do, like, the anime, like, how it's supposed to be...
1: A lot of straight lines.
0: It is, it is not going to turn out like them. So, a like, lot of
1: straight lines.
0: It's, it's, it's some anxiety in there, because you got to make it look just like them. If you don't, then it's like... One thing what off you is,
1: like, that ain't it. You
0: know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just... I mean you could do it in your own kind of way, but it's not it's not the same if you don't look like them, you
1: know what I'm saying? And that's and so like when you paint things that are more natural, like um like like humans and flowers and stuff like that, um, nothing in nature has straight lines. So like that those things are more like a flow versus like um cartoon and graphic art, it's a lot about lines. And I can't paint a straight line, so <laughs> I have a hard time painting like comments and I stuff. I'm like, like, look,
0: this is my line. This is what it's gonna look
1: like. <laughs> Boom. But your lines look straight, like you're really good at line lines. <laughs> they look drive. straight to you,
0: but you don't know what I did to make that straight line. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I said it like, goddamn, I
1: messed up. I gotta do it again. <laughs> shit got thicker. It's like putting on eyeliner. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, I'm just like, oh. shit, I just meant for a little <laughs> flick. <laughs> Fuck, now I gotta put a whole but, flick on this bitch today. But that's the beauty of it. Because that's though. what I'm it's wearing.
0: Like, the process of like seeing it be nothing. Like that blank canvas right there. Like seeing that not be nothing. And like what you go through to like finish it and you look like, damn, I just did that.
1: I dead ass don't even like my paintings, until I'm done with them. Watch
0: that, do you actually watch that happen in person? Yeah. Where I was just trying to paint like a side of a face, and I was sitting there like, Roxy, I ain't gonna like this. <laughs> I'm about <gonna> to just <laughs> give up right now. And then I left. Somebody and bought it. <laughs> what? And she just painted that right there. So it's and like, I was sitting there like, Mm-mm, this ain't working. Roxy, you help me. <laughs> it's, it's not working. And I was, all I did was just paint a line of a face. And I was just sitting there with so much anxiety. And you know, I'm just like, it ended out so beautiful. So yeah. I really love that part about art, though. Like, the whole process before you finish. And then it's like, damn. I did it! I did that. I did
1: that. <laughs> and then, like, um, we were talking on our last podcast, too. Like, as a woman, being an artist. And then being pretty as a woman
2: who pretty because pretty, i'm fine, <laughs> oh, fine. I, <laughs> I surpassed y'all. that years ago y'all <laughs>
1: <laughs> well at least i know that <laughs> i'm not so vain <laughs>
0: I my headphones came off. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> so what is that like like you just as a woman
2: mm. <laughs> well how am i gonna tell you as a man
1: <laughs> i mean you wouldn't know as a man right damn i ain't think about that that's deep <laughs> i did think about that either i'm like god shit, we
2: missed that part I oh, that? Woman? does that
1: make me a feminist fuck
2: honestly i kind of feel bad <laughs> for man artists i feel like we have yeah. an advantage i ain't gonna lie
0: i thought about that too
2: yeah i think and we i have didn't want to say advantage.
0: it because i was like
2: but it's not just that like it's I mean, like, I, I've i bartended for years and I could easily go on somewhere and get a job on, you know, within the snap of my fingers. But then, like, I'll send my roommate, Dante, in somewhere. I'm like, yeah, go try to get a job. And am like, they didn't hire me. And I'm like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> need
2: some cheese. <cheat-chis. laughs>
1: I definitely never been uh not hired by any job that I've applied for. Same.
2: So it's, it's cool, but at the same time, it does get overwhelming because I get people that hit me up and they're like, oh, so you do art? And I'm just like, mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, cool. I want you to pay me something one day. And I'm like, I send a deposit. Me. And then pay I'll pay something. You and got then your like, ready? <laughs> next thing you know, it turns into you know so i was wondering date. and i'm like just come get the shit <laughs> like, like i'm good and it, it 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 does get overwhelming but it 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 has its perks i will say that you got a yeah. i will say it has its perks cuz the
1: client always wants to kind of get to know you a little bit more personal
2: it's going to be just a little bit a little bit but certain
1: people sometimes you could get the jits of how close they want to get to know you.
2: But it's just annoying because, like, every other conversation, like, it's like, okay, they'll see a picture of me or something. And then they're like, oh, you're so fine. You're beautiful. And they're like, oh, and you do art? Oh, and you cook? Like, yeah, and I do all this for myself. Like, I'm not doing (laughs) this so that you can come at me, me. (laughs) you know? It's just like, they're like, oh, and you work out? And," And I'm just like... I'm just living. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to be happy. I'm not doing this for you. Like yes, I do all these things, but it 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 gets overwhelming. But like I said, at the same time, it has its perks because it's like you can finesse your way through a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like really finesse. Like what? Like anything. Like I can I can hit somebody up and be like, you should buy one of my paintings. I'm like, all right, how much? And I'll tell them, and next thing you know, hm, sold.
0: and then
2: they'll be like and then they'll be like so what you doing on saturday black i got that check you went too far
0: you went too far i was just trying to get the
2: money Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not that cold-hearted though like i'm I'm actually (laughs) i'm actually very nice like i i I let them down easy but it's just sometimes it's like bruh ain't that a song
1: we we have a theory here um we have a theory that all. Uh, Artists are narcissistic
2: I'm not
1: narcissistic To a point To a point To a point I have to say I definitely have some narcissistic ways I don't think in general I (laughs) You're an angel (laughs) I think that like overall As a person I'm not narcissistic But I think um, That when I'm focused on my art It becomes narcissistic for sure for sure and um so plug yourself in tell us where everyone can find your art yeah, where, where they can come where they can spend me. them k's on a
2: right you need them dms Slide in them dms if you're coming with the deposit right <laughs> um so you can follow me at she artsy that's S-H-E-I-A-R-T-Z-Y <laughs> on Instagram. Um, you can follow my business page. I do own a studio in Katie called Moonstone Studio HTX. And that will be open in the spring. So we'll be doing sip and paints, um, small events, uh, photography, design, graphic design. Um, so I'm really excited life. about Everything that. Everything creative. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the life. Everything. The life I chose. So, yeah.
1: Look, awesome! Keep working it.
0: Well, look, you can find me at uh ravy R A Y V three eyes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, of course you already knew that.
1: But
0: I just thought I should put myself in
1: there. Yes, and then me Strokes at Strokes and quotes. <laughs> and this was between the brushes. Thank y'all.